0: Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.
1: With Harvey Norman.
0: Well, I think in the meantime, what we need to to see, Joe, is we need to see the proprietors of licensed premises across Limerick, first of all, take measures to actually make women feel safe. And the first thing they need to do, in my view, is that they need to actually start searching people going into Nightclubs and, and, and into licensed premises. And the argument that I would le- use for that is that a pat on the back is better than a jab on the, in, in the arm. Because when I okay. was. Well, this, oh, this,
1: this is an interesting stuff. I, I should say, by the way, that we and the Limited A team have been in touch uh, with the woman involved here. And she asked that we didn't use her name in the discussion, but she is happy to have this story highlighted. But she thinks it's important, so obviously we're respecting her wishes on all of that. And the other point is that, unfortunately, in in a sterilized atmosphere, we've all got more used to needles, Connor, over the last while. Um, but we know that when they're used in medical environments, they're very carefully dealt with. The idea that somebody is jabbing a needle, um, you know, in a criminal way, into somebody's arm. On a night out, is just appalling stuff.
0: It 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 is appalling, um, and it's disgusting, and it's disgraceful. But the fact of the the, the the matter is, and the point that I'm trying to make is that in the immediate ter- term, we need measures in place so that so that women can actually feel safe, because there's actually
1: at the moment. There's so, so, are you woman, are you suggest, are you proposing then that every man and woman? Going into any licensed premise in Limerick should be what body searched or because I mean you're dealing here with you know pretty small things these needles. Well, I wouldn't,
0: Joe. I wouldn't say any licensed premises because uh, obviously you go into some pubs and and bars. They're very well lit, everybody is seated and spaced out. You can clearly see if there's anything funny going on. But I'm talking about going into nightclubs in, in particular, and to be honest, Joe, it's not uncommon for people to be searched going into nightclubs. I've been frequently searched g- going into nightclubs to see if I was concealing, for example, and an nagging of vodka or whatever. Okay, and, and tell uh,
1: me about that search. I mean, what happens? Because there are lots of people who wouldn't have had that experience at the same time.
0: L- literally, what happens is there are usually two queues going in, one queue um, for men, one queue for women. And then, basically, what happens is that um, what basically happens then is that somebody doing security um, comes up and they literally pad you up one leg, pad you down the other, pad you up the other, and pad you down the other, and they basically check to see if you're concealing anything.
1: And is that done for men and women?
0: It, it in my experience, it's been done for men and and women because it, it it's been done. And I'm talking primarily, say, when I would have been in my first or second year of college, when I would have been 19, 20 years of age, it's done to stop you concealing
1: alcohol. But you do accept that the search would have to be more specific if you are looking for needles involved in spiking than a nagging?
0: Well, I, I think even the fact that it was taking place would make people feel safer.
1: Very interesting views there from Labour councillor Conor Sheehan chatting to us on the show this week, suggesting the public should be searched when going into nightclubs because of the issue of needle spiking being raised. Um, But are there legal difficulties around this? Well, Ger O'Neill is a Limerick solicitor and a friend of the show. He's on the line now. Hi, Ger, how are you doing? I'm great. Good morning, Joe. So would you need a new law, for example, to come in to allow searches like Conor is suggesting?
2: Well, you certainly can bring in all, in all sorts of new laws, but the position, as I see it at the moment, is and Garda corner are the people who enforce criminal laws here and have rights to uh, to search people in certain circumstances, but ordinary security guards on premises or bouncers at nightclubs clubs don't. But the way that I see it is that these are private premises, and if you put up a, a sign and say um, only over 25, or regulars only or whatever those rules can be enforced so if you put put up the sign and say anybody uh, wishes to enter here must consent to having their bags searched or uh, as it happens in all the teenage discos that 14 and 15 year old smuggling in naggins of vodka had to put an end to that um so if you want to come in you consent to our policy if you don't want to consent to our policy then we won't uh, let you in and that would be the way to really deal with that
1: um but you know yourself if you're searched going through an airport, and you know it's yes. a common enough experience for yes. most of us. Um, well, it was pre-pandemic anyway. Um, I, you know, they're not they're not the most pleasant of exercises. You know, no. again, you do you do no. it of necessity. But the idea that every single time you went in and out of certain venues in Limerick, you know, there were beeping machines and patting you down and all this kind of checking um, yeah, well, for, for maybe for a needle of all things, you know, which is a very small item. I mean, how far would they have to go with this search to find a needle?
2: Well, I've heard of, in other countries, people entering nightclubs, going through um, effectively airport security uh, metal detectors. Uh, and that might be to detect things like guns and knives and whatever. So there's all sorts of... Um, little devices like that that could be brought in if it was necessary. Now, maybe that's over the top. But if there's a great fear that needles are being brought in or knives are being brought in, then I think the proprietors of all of these establishments should be taking steps to see that the customers are safe. And I don't think the vast majority would object to that. But if you look at it, Joe, at the moment you go into your local supermarket um, and uh, if uh, someone is accused of shoplifting, the shop can uh, detain them and call the guards. That's what we all accept. Um, if the shop gets it wrong, they might have an issue, but if they're if they're right, they're entitled to
1: detain yeah, someone. Seems, say, oh I not. wonder what powers can a security person in a supermarket, for example, detain an individual? They don't, they don't have any special powers, but there's an ordinary common law uh, power to
2: detain or arrest someone if they're committing a crime. So if you're, for instance, in um, I was speaking to Shane Gleeson of Gleeson Spar about this, and uh, if someone comes in and they fill their pockets full of uh, goodies from his shelves, he's entitled to hold them, call the guards, and ask that to be arrested. He doesn't have a power to search them. That's a guard of power. But he certainly has the power to hold them until so the guards arrive.
1: Is this this famous citizen's arrest that we sometimes hear yeah. about? Yeah, that would be a trial. yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, um, stay with us, uh, Jar, Jar O'Neill's listener in Limerick. And uh, we have been chatting to Limerick today, listener uh, Paul. Uh, Megan has been talking to him. And he's got some views on it.
3: It's gone on a long time. I mean, from years ago when I was doing door works, there was people getting spiked by tablets and putting into their drinks and things like that. Like So this thing is not just happened. Now it's, it's gone on a long time and it needs to be wiped out because it's getting too serious now where they're using syringes. I mean people are paying an entry fee going into clubs and pubs and you expect to be safe inside these environments. You know at the end of the day like the public in, is responsible for the safety of their customers because at the end of the day the customers are paying an entry fee going into these places. So yeah it is about time that they got a bit more stricter on the doors and the entry of bringing in searches.
1: And when you were doing door work was there a lot of searches for things like alcohol but would people have been looking for things like pill's How much were they allowed to search someone? Would it just be a quick pack down and looking in someone's bag?
3: To be quite honest, I'd done a few doors in the 90s there. There was never any searches, to be honest, yeah?
1: There was never any searches at all?
3: None whatsoever.
1: That's mad. And. Do you think that it'll become more common in general now with talks like this? Do you think that nightclubs will follow suit and do that?
3: Well, you'd hope they would because, uh, as I said, it, it's getting too serious now. I mean, I know a girl that's it's happened to recently. She's a personal friend of mine and she's a personal friend of my daughter's. But yeah, it's gotten quite serious now and you'd hope that the law would change and that reinforce this policy on the doors that you have to search going in.
1: And what do you think should be done if someone is found to be in possession of a needle or has needle spiked someone? Should they
3: Go to jail, do you think? Oh, 100% because I mean, you don't know what that needle was used in, or how many people he used it on, or he or she, you know. In mm-hmm. the, the day, you don't do these things, you know what I mean, and it's not right. If you're doing something like that, it's criminal activity, and you should be jailed for it.
1: Right, that's a Paul there chatting to Megan Gerro, Neil Limerick solicitor, still with me. I suppose the other point is, and you know, and you can see this from uh, the proprietor and managers of nightclubs point of view as well, that their main purpose if there is trouble in the nightclub is to... Get the offender off the premises uh, or indeed stop a potential offender coming on the premises in the first place. You know, Policing powers after that, getting involved in calling the guardie—that—that that, that is a further step, isn't it? Well, it is.
2: But I mean, if you want to run a nightclub and you want to have your customers go in there and build up a decent business, then if it's a dangerous place and the word gets out, then you're not going to have your, your customers, I'd imagine. Um, so it's the interest of. Yeah. the proprietors
1: to have a safe shop. Um, Charlene says, um, I'm thinking twice about clubs. Um, I, I prefer late bars anyway, but this spiking thing is uh, very, very nasty, says Charlene. Mike says, um, searches are long overdue. So obviously, in a, a lot of venues around Ireland, it, it hasn't really been happening. Yeah, well,
2: it's news to me. I mean, There's rumours for years of all sorts of day trip tablets and whatever, but statistics were never there to show that that was the case. But apparently the needles is a real issue now
1: and uh, it's dangerous. That continues. I mean, it's, where is it going to go? Big problem. It is. I mean, the health implications alone of getting a needle, I mean, you have no idea what's on that needle, not to mention the drug that they're trying to put in. And then what the individual is intending once the drug starts to take effect. Now as I say and it was pointed out there by Paul you know the things like um, spiking with, with tablets and, and the other drugs into drink unfortunately that's something that people have had to watch out for for a long time Ger, especially yep. let's be honest here women and, and young women
2: Yeah absolutely no, certainly. Uh, I, I know my own daughter Uh, going out um, they'd always be very wary never leave a drink uh, on its own always mind each other and all the good common sense that goes with that but if that's the way it is then you know introducing leaders to that you're not going to get a lot of 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 young girls wanting to take the risk of going out
1: Mm. Is it necessary do you think well first of all obviously to catch the offenders put them through the courts give them their day in court as they say and if convicted that the sentences are stiff
2: well, I think so. I mean, the, the, the truth of it is, if the intention is to inject someone with some drug and then commit the crime of rape, I mean, you're talking many years in prison for that. Um, so if there's people convicted of that, then that most likely have a very strong deterrent in anyone doing it.
1: Um,
2: but I mean, it, that's a, it's a horrendous crime to be involved in.
1: Awful. Yeah, it really is. Jack says, yes, everyone must be searched. And if there's an incident, then name and shame the venue. Well, name and shame the venue if the venue hasn't done its job properly. But, you know, no security system, none is utterly foolproof is the truth of the matter as well. But every reasonable effort should be made by nightclubs. Of that, there's no uh, question. Niall says, look, Joe, if you've nothing to hide, you won't mind a search. Um, Olivia amusingly says, mm, "I don't know if I want the security person to see the stack of condoms in my pocket." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a different discussion, Olivia. They're legal anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, no question about that. Maybe one time in Ireland they weren't, but they are these days. All right. Well, listen, thanks for all the advice on that, uh, Jared. It's interesting that current law, as far as you're concerned, does cover this. So it's not something, for example, that Limerick nightclubs couldn't do this very weekend.
2: Yeah. I mean, guards are the only people that can arrest you. But if you're running a premises and someone commits a crime, you can detain them and call the guards. Mm. You can refuse entry. And if you say, I'm not letting anyone in um, if they're drunk. then you don't have to. I mean, so there's all sorts of regulations and rules that yeah. that owners can, can put in
1: place. Yeah, to some um, extent, nightclubs have these regulations anyway, now, don't they? With COVID, that uh, you know, the, obviously the COVID certs have to be checked, and the ticketing system is there too, and then the extended queuing, so I suppose, that's an, exactly ex- it. an extra layer of searching on top of that. Uh, you know, some of the organisational aspects of it have already been dealt with because legally they have to do it with COVID. Okay, thank you very much for the advice this morning. Appreciate your time as always. Limerick Solicitor, Jer O'Neill. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Harvey Norman.